This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Brian Altano, Sam Claiborne. That was one and a half scoops, yeah, was... including the brat brat. Yeah, yes, okay. that's true. Yeah. We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about Resident Evil 7. We're going to talk about that NES classic, NES mini. I always forget which one it is in which territory. Mm-hmm. But first, you know, this is not a political show. And I have no intentions of politicizing the show right now. However, we are recording this on Wednesday afternoon, not 24 hours after the election. It's all anybody can talk about, so it seems a little strange to just completely ignore it. Uh, I just want to say video games, one of the very nice things about video games is that they can be an escape Mm -hmm. from whatever uh, is, is troubling you, weighing on your mind, and I think... Whatever your political leanings are, we can all agree this election cycle has been exhausting. Yep, yep. Uh, so it might be nice to think about something else for an hour, think about something a little bit more fun. Like Hopefully the games you aren't playing are video exhausting. Games. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so like World of Warcraft adjusted. Thank you, David. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm very concerned with who's going to be the next human president in, in World of Warcraft. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. You know what yep. games can also do on that just a, that small note is that they're a great escape, and I just, in the worst times of my life, I'm able to play games. Sure. But uh, also uh, with games that are out right now, uh, like Mafia Three, talking to our editor Chief Steve Butts about this today, you can play uh, games that take you and put you in the lives of people that are very different than you. Yeah, for sure. And get to know those people. Mm-hmm. And I think you know one thing that we can learn on any side of any politic right now is uh, that we all need to know other people better. I think that is correct. Uh, let's start with a listener mail. This one comes from Steven Santana. Oh, I know Steven Santana. He emailed us at the email no address, gamescoop.com, just like you can. And he wants to know, what's the deal 
with games being released on Fridays. Mm, I've been wondering. Dude, this. I hate it. He says, why did games Nintendo like started it. Mafia 3, Battlefield <laughs> 1, Titanfall 2, Call of Duty release on Fridays this year? Mm-hmm. Is there an advantage to this release compared to Tuesday? Yep. Is it simply to give the game more days on the market before the month is up to perform better? Uh, so yeah, games are traditionally released on Tuesdays, but you mm-hmm. see this happen. It's, uh, it's totally shifted to be like 50-50. It's yeah, not it is this fall. This fall is the... I've always assumed... I've never actually known. It's a great question. Um, I thought shooters was just the conceit of like, you know, get it, then that's your weekend. Like, right. You know, the Call of Duty weekend and the Battlefield weekend. Mafia is the outlier. That one, I'm like, oh, I don't really... Mafia and Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Dishonored. And Dishonored, well, that's yeah, right. Nintendo often does Sundays. Yeah. I think... Well, well the Sundays kind of stopped now Have and they? they do Fridays a lot now. Okay. A lot of this is like very old holdovers from uh, I mean from my own life and our lives here the 80s and 90s where we were like movies come out Fridays albums come out Tuesdays yeah. and now Although, movies come yeah. out like Wednesday midnight on th- Wednesday night yeah. Thursday night yeah. but it's like uh, Thursday at 8pm like that's not even, they're yeah. not even trying anymore Nintendo's been putting games out on Fridays and also Sundays for years which has been really You know weird. what's crazy I just there's when you wanted a video game when we were kids there was no release date. There was no, there's barely yep. a release window. And then you'd be like, like some kid would be like, yeah, like in my state, you know, Zelda 2 is out. And then some other kids state there wouldn't even be copies of it. Well, there yeah. was that yeah. thing with Super Mario Brothers a couple years ago where they couldn't, Nintendo couldn't track the actual release date of that game in Japan. Like oh, the, original the original Mario, Super the original Mario Brothers. No one knows when it came out. In the yeah. United States. It's yeah. In United Japan, States. they know, but yeah, here, yeah. not yeah, really. Yeah, that's so I think it was Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is one of the earliest cases of having yeah. a set worldwide launch date. Yeah. And it was like a big deal for, yeah. for them to coordinate. And I think there was posters with it because I remember having yeah. one on my wall. Sonic Tuesday. Mortal Kombat did the same thing. Tuesday. The original one came to consoles. Yeah. You definitely, like, I think all of us grew up maybe not you Brian but we all grew up in small towns and for me it was especially like that like the game would just like everyone else has Mortal yep. Kombat 3 but it's just not in Iowa yet like it just doesn't <laughs> exist and I go to the game store and the guy's like I'm like you know do you have Mortal Kombat 3 no isn't it supposed to be out he's like mm. yep. and I'm like when are you gonna get it and he's like mm. yeah. and, I'm like, and to make things worse now for Dishonored if you pre-order the game, you get it Thursday. You get it yeah. a day early. So it's like but this master release date. Yeah, and some retailers. That's right, because we just looked into this. And then, of course, in Australia, it's out at like 4 a.m. the day before because that's midnight for them. Yep. So like, there's this just totally screwed up release window for things. And then EA is doing the thing yeah. where you can play part of the game early. Yeah, yeah early access three days early. Totally, yeah. And like the preloading is completely convenient for digital games. It sucks to have a game be out and then have to download the 50 mm-hmm. gigabytes or whatever. So like I totally get like it's a nice feature, but it is strange that like I have the game. Yeah. The game's on my know, computer, but you have to wait like, like two days. It's like scrambled code or yeah, something. Just it's to a... wait for it to <laughs> unlock yeah, but then, and be like, playable. And this this gets weird, but then if you were to download it the day it was available for then you'd be like, I want an early version of yeah. that. And mm-hmm. you just keep kicking back time yeah, until for sure. forever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I yeah. get the preloading. I it's just a funny, it's just yeah. a weird side effect of like 2016. You know what I, mean, I think? It's, I think it's I think it's good because video games coming out on Tuesday sucks. Like, yeah. t- why would you well, want? It's kind of yeah. It's like a school night. And like, yeah, like Fridays are great because you're like you can get out of work yeah, on Friday good. or take off on Friday if you're if you're at a job where your boss doesn't care, <laughs> and then you go get the game and you leave and you have a three day weekend with the game instead of like oh it's Tuesday it's mm. seven thirty I'm home I'm gonna cook dinner and then it's like yeah. eight o'clock and I start playing my game go to sleep at midnight or one a.m. and then go yeah. back to work the next day. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they settled on Tuesday, originally for music and, and games. Yeah. Uh, but it's not like a hard rule. Like, obviously, they can release the game whenever they want. It's just more convenient if everyone knows when video games come out. 
So I always like I say assumed when a big game is released on Friday, it's just like make it more special. It's yeah. Like, this game is special. It has a special release date. So ah. you still have stuff like yeah. um, like the PlayStation Store updates every Tuesday, the Nintendo mm-hmm. Store every Thursday. I believe the Xbox is every Wednesday. Well, is that so. still yeah. the case? Like that was the case last generation. But I feel like we got away from like Xbox Live Wednesdays a little bit. Maybe it's still a thing. I <laughs> well, guess I'm so, not sure. So for Tuesday, they have something called like uh, the PlayStation Blog, uh, written by Ryan Clements, former IGN guy. Love that uh, guy. Rest in peace. Great guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, he puts up this thing called the drop, which is all the games coming out on Tuesdays, and at like 10 a.m. Pacific time on Tuesdays, yeah. uh, the bl- the site, the store updates, and all these things are there. Now, some games can get away mm. around that and kind of drop on a Friday or a Sunday. Um, Nintendo sends up that, that press release every Thursday morning. They're like, "Here's all the games coming to our e shops." You know, mm. these days it's not much. But it's, it's yeah. thought that yeah. counts. Or yeah. it can be like Steam or the App Store where it's just screaming at you 24 yeah. hours a day, seven days a week. Just, ah. Just not, I don't even know what Steam it's like. And the App Store as well, right? Every time you check it, like another game goes live, right? The, the App Store refreshes its like storefront, like its featured thing every Thursday. So Thursday is the App Store's day, but there is stuff coming out all week. Yeah. Oh, so but that's when they re when yeah. they reprogram yeah. their homepage. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I have something to vent about. You reminded me. Oh. This good. drove me crazy this week. <laughs> uh, Gears of War 4. There's a new thing when you get games where you can download the game, and while it's downloading, it's like it gets to a certain point, and you know you can play a little bit of oh, that yeah. game. I love that. And Battlefront, they kind of like made that a little bit goofy. They just give you one level to play while yeah. the game is loading. Uh, there's games now that have that feature, and they just completely are abandoning it in a terrible way. Because in Gears of War, you load the game, it's like, oh, it's ready to play now. It says ready to play. Yep. You load the game. And then it just takes you to the title screen, and it shows you the counter and the title screen. That's exactly what Mafia does. So by play, they just mean load the title screen. Yeah, and there might be a tutorial somewhere. I guess they're technically launching the app. (laughs) But yeah, um, that's all like, it is. It's yeah. just letting that's you That's so the weird because I've noticed on like I'm, I thought we gotten so far. Well, I know yeah. Battle, so Battlefront great. did a good like having one level playable is like a totally good like all right we yeah. have to download this forty gig still but we're gonna give you something so mm-hmm. that you don't need to wait. Yeah, that was like a playing, playable game. Yeah, it was like playing Perfect Dark without the expansion pack <laughs> or something. On PSN now they do this thing where you see this bar. Uh, and instead of being one long bar, it's like a small one and then a really long one. <laughs> so you can fill this one up here, and you're like, ah! I can get in there, and I can start. And then whatever they give you is there. But yeah, if yeah. it's just a title screen, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully what games like, big games like uh, like Mass Effect Andromeda, when it's released, hopefully they'll load the, char- the character creator first. Yeah, that's a smart idea. And then let you, like... Create your character while the game downloads in the. I mean, you That's just have to partition. Yeah, you just have to set up your download in an interesting yeah. way. Like probably with a couple gigabytes, you could play the first level of Gears. Well, War. like have a four uh, us four non technically like well, how easy? Yeah. Come on, you lazy game. <laughs> but the thing is, is that they they put the option in and advertised it, so they. Yeah, That's yeah. why I feel sure. there's an obligation to sort it out. If it was never in front of me that way, then that'd be fine. I, but the fact that it says. Play this now. Play, I actually God. love that character creator idea because yeah, usually when that comes up, I kind of rush through that process yeah, to, get to play to the, the game. game. But if I'm like, I have four hours, like yeah. I'm gonna take my sweet time with totally. it. Totally. What stubble yeah, levels really do we have? Um, <laughs> the, the ready to play thing can especially trip you up if, uh, uh, like, the games don't download that fast on PSN for me. And so I was downloading Mafia, and it was like borderline. Like, should I start to play it or should I go to bed? And I'm like, okay, it's gonna be ready to play in like 28 more minutes, so I'll just wait. And so then I wait and I fire it up and then it's the title screen and then it's like, yeah, Yo, you got you gotta wait. Yep, you gotta go. And I'm back. like, oh. <laughs> oh, see the ready to play was twenty eight minutes in even. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. It's rough. 
Video gaming in 2016. Mm-hmm. Nightmare. <laughs> what about the cartridges? You could just blow into them and they'd work every well, time. Well, you can never start up the games and play them. And then the second time I played Gears of War, six gigabyte install. Even the games, that's, I don't know. Man, and I read Dishonored 2 as a nine For an update day one that update. I didn't want to, want to play online or anything. I just so, want to yeah. finish the dang game. This is why campaign. I love, Titanfall had an 89 megabyte Shh. day one update, which is nothing. That's that's a picture yeah. of the update. That's yeah. a, J- <laughs> yeah. a JPEG. Yeah. That's great. And a wave file. But like, I had, I have a, I have a Gears Years of War 4 Blu-ray, I have the disc and I put it in my sheen and it's yeah. like, yeah, it's going to spend two hours downloading yep, this thing. Yep. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> what is going on? Titanfall 2 is loading with really weird because like you get to the title screen and it's like, you can play the game, it's like a counter is going up and it's, it's like, you can play the game at 47. It just seems totally <laughs> arbitrary. It's like, oh, when the counter gets to 47, Well, that's like those loading bars that are like one. Two, three, seventy-five, yeah. 76, 77, 78, 91! It's like, yeah. what are you doing? How arbitrary Nobody's ever solved the loading bar. No, it no. makes no sense. On no operating system. Like, I usually think Macs are better, but you get the thing where it's like, <laughs> like five minutes to download, five days to download. Yeah. 17 minutes to download. <laughs> 75 years. I want to start, I want to start like an old man column where like we can put a man on the moon, but we can't, we can't solve loading bars. We can't yeah. fix that loading bar. Or like the loading yeah. bar fills and then you just get a second loading yep. bar. Oh my yeah. God. Uh, Installing yeah. is the new second loading bar on yeah. games. Yep, oh, right dude, now. Xbox oh, installs. Installing. Xbox installs are because you download. Look, just include it as the whole yeah. install bar. Instead, just it's like bar. download. Like my download's done. No, now it's you like install installing. It. Oh god, I hate that. Just Wii do U it. does that also. Yeah, hide it. Do it all at once, so yeah. I don't even see it. Yes. It's like bosses that can replenish their life. Bar. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Do not hate that. The red life bar. They get it, or there's a second life bar behind the first life yeah. bar. And you're like, yeah, right. yeah. The yellow one goes down first, yeah. then orange, then red. You know what's going to fix this is the Nintendo Switch with oh, yeah? cartridges. Yeah, yeah. Until you have to. That's pretty them interesting. It's pretty interesting if they could solve convenience of uh, startup for that. I think yeah. it's it's crazy. It, I, I love that it's happening. That we're going to get big. HD video games on cartridges. Yeah, it's kind of next nuts year. Mm-hmm. to think that there's going to be yeah. like uh, Skyrim on like a 3DS yeah. shaped card. So weird. There was a time. I know we got to move on, but uh, uh, when World of Warcraft first came out, I still lived in Iowa. It was in beta or whatever, like in 2013, 2003, 2004, and uh, I was still on dial-up. Mm. And I'm trying to download World of Warcraft, which, you know, back then it was much, much smaller, but still multiple on gigabytes dial-up. on dial-up. Oh. And it was going to take like, I think it was going to take a day and a half. Yep. It was going to take like 30 hours to download. Oh, yeah. And so it What was, if it gets interrupted? Like if yeah, someone calls I mean, your house? Right, exactly. Your phone phone plugged we in. had a second phone line. We had a second oh, yeah. internet phone line. Ball. So, um, so internet. It, we worked it out that it was going to be faster and easier for me to uh, go to my friend's house who had broadband, download it there, uh, chunk up the game onto like five CDs and like, you know, put it into five RAR files, burn it onto CDs and then drive back to my own house. Did it work? Yeah, it totally worked. Isn't that just bootlegging the game? Oh no, you have the no, account No, it was alpha, it was a beta, it was either open beta or closed beta. I was already doing a little bit of games journalism stuff at that time and had access. And uh, since the game was on dial-up, uh, it would chug and like crash in big cities, not oh. because there was too much going on in the game, but because there was too much data, like player yeah. data, being sent back and forth. Jeez. I had to avoid. I couldn't go to Crossroads in the Barrens. <laughs> you couldn't go to where? Oh, just, just in, yeah, in the game. Uh, yeah. uh, the, the Chronicle of Book unfolds. Yeah, well, that was way pre-book. But <laughs> his character is named Book. He got the book, which account. is like I'm just catching it's Brian. Significant because like for it's listeners, such Brian a simple. Has we talk about this sometimes. Got it. Name. I got very. Yeah. When I was really into World of Warcraft six or seven years ago, I used to spend hours in the character creator, just trying every single like. I'd be like 
face, eye, eyeball, blind, sight, hair, mouth, teeth, and like try every single word. I ended up getting the name book, and I got the name day, uh-huh. and I got the name, uh, I have a few other, oh, north. <laughs> And like you were trying to <laughs> for those wow. listening, Brian uh, just uh, had a slack job. Yeah, I just yeah. paused with my mouth open, like I was catching something. one out of every thousand <laughs> words. I'd be like, okay, I got that name. Then I just sat on it. What for, do you like, mean, got that name? Like you I reserved like, it. Like, no one else had that name. So no one could use. That's it. like that's like yeah. twitter.com slash he's like slash Brian. <laughs> out of the millions of World of Warcraft players, he's the only one with the name book. Well, there's oh, one wow. per server, but one even, per server. Okay, even sorry. so, um, yeah. And then I I'm, I squatted on those names for like a decade, and now that I'm playing the game again, I'm. I'm starting. I love, I'm leveling up. Books. I thought you were going to say you sold them for hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Yeah. Warcraft.com/book. Totally. All right, moving on. Resident Evil Seven coming out next year, early next year, January, mm-hmm. I believe. First person. Capcom expects it to sell four million copies at launch. I can give you some context, but does that strike you as that's way? That's a huge amount. It's yeah. half as many as Tomb Raider is supposed to sell. To be a success. That and, feels and low. It, did, it didn't meet the 10 million. Right. It feels low-ish to me for Resident Evil, but it's an experimental game in a very different direction for the franchise. What do you think is the best-selling Resident Evil game? One. Five. One or four? It's five. Yeah. Ooh, right. wow. Yeah. How'd you get that right? It is the best-selling game in the series with 7.1 million copies. Okay. It is Capcom's best-selling game of all time. Wow. Ooh. The highest-selling wow. Capcom game is no, no, Resident no, no, Evil no. 5. What about Monster Hunter? No, it outsells Monster Hunter. Uh, wow. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, yeah, so Sam's very skeptical. So they're 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 measuring their expectations a little bit. Uh, they think Resident Evil Seven is not going to do Resident Evil Five numbers. They mm-hmm. think four million at yeah. launch. Resident Evil Six uh, enjoyed six point six million wow. in sales over its lifetime. Oh, that's really big. I'm yeah. sorry to everybody that bought that game. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's exactly why. They're lowballing four million. For yeah, seven. I guess so, huh? It's because that was six point six million people who went what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to, uh, that was our review score. Just what? said what? <laughs> the whole article just what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. I don't either. The top ten. Slash what? Uh, I've got the top ten best-selling Capcom games ever here. Right. So Resident Evil Five is their best-selling game. Resident Evil Six, second best-selling. Ducktales. Yeah. Uh, Street Fighter Two on Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, what? not Genesis. That was a number three? Turbo, yeah. Turbo 6. edition. 6.3 million copies. Oh my game. god. Yeah. Uh, then Resident Evil 2. Are you saying these are in the US? Nope, this is worldwide. This is worldwide sales. Wow. Don't you think that seems a little low for Street Fighter 2? But Six only just yes. the SNES version. Oh, just because yeah. I had the million. Million. Even that seems a little low. Genesis. I don't know, man. That's a lot. Uh, and this all comes the, from the Capcom. SNES had, I think, 40 million? Total console sales? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like a that, um, yeah, that's one pretty good. One eighth of them. Yeah, that's, well, that's that's a big deal. There are other versions of Street Fighter Two released on yeah. Super Nintendo Two. They're Super Street Fighter. Uh, Resident uh, Evil Two sold five million copies. Damn. Then their fifth best-selling game is Monster Hunter Freedom Three on PSP, four point nine million. So like what? That's, wow. that's the high mark for Monster Hunter on PSP. Yeah. Hunt. Is that yeah. amazing? Yeah, it's amazing. The next three games are all 3DS entries. Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, Monster Hunter X, Monster Hunter 4. Mm-hmm. They're all, they all sold 4.1 million copies. I so like, to... the audience is like buy, rebuying, the exact same audience is rebuying that game over and yeah. over. Well, I mean, there's yeah. one of these, like, I, like, Monster Hunter feels like a game I would be into. You know, I like, like grindy games sometimes, like World of Warcraft. But I don't know where to, I need like a, I need a Jose Otero or an IGN.com to be like, all right, just like buy this game. 
So this I is what you need to do. I did this video with Jared Petty, who's regularly on the show uh, for IGN, where we he basically gave me a crash course in training for yeah. that game. Super obtuse, I, but I totally got it by the end. Uh, fought my first epic battle that I ended up losing at the very end. Uh, uh, it he happens. says Bloodborne is a good analog for Monster Hunter. That's I a, could see that. That's a total Jared answer. That's I not. I want to know what Bloodborne. What I want to know what Monster Hunter game to play. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't tell you that, but I could tell you that you might you might get into it. I it didn't stick with me, but yeah. I I see now why people love or it. Just like there's other that's just one of those franchises. It's like five to six franchises that, like I just kind of missed, and I need someone to like cut through the noise yep. and yep. be like, look, just play you know this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, play no, Dragon Quest Five, like whatever. Number nine is Street Fighter Two Turbo on Super Nintendo with four point one million copies. Oh, so that wasn't even it was Street Fighter Two. And then Street Fighter II Turbo. Yeah, which combined sold over 10 mm-hmm. million copies. Yeah, man. Uh, and then number 10 is Monster Hunter Freedom Unite on PSP with 3.7 million. So, if Resident Evil 7 sold 4 million copies, it would become Capcom's 10th best-selling game. Yeah. Ever. So, Damon, Resident Evil 4 is not in the top 10? No. That's incredible because it's they locked it behind GameCube first. That is right, yes. Yeah. Oh. So the weird thing, this, is, this is all from Capcom's uh, site. And some games, they bundle up all the different versions, like Resident Evil 5 and 6, but then Resident Evil 4 is split up yeah. for some reason. So I think if you combined... Uh, the GameCube, PS2, and Wii versions, GameCube, and then like PS2, the new Wii, downloads. PC, I'm sure uh, it would be much yeah. better. And they up-resed it for the. They up-resed it for last gen. They up-resed yeah. it for this gen. Yeah, I'm sure if you combine all those different versions, it would There's be some much mobile. Better. Better. What about? <laughs> yeah. Seriously, what about like Mega Man 2? Exactly, like, that's been so, on lots of systems. So check this out. So no Mega Man is in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, Bionic Commando. Their best-selling Mega Man 2 is the best-selling Mega Man game. One and a half million copies. I believe so like, it. That's like the high mark for but Mega Man. But everybody's played Mega Man 2. Yeah, but the mid-80s were like a different era. Like, that's it. it, it was, that's know, for the a high game mark. to break a million was... Yeah. That's the high mark for Mega Man, and it's Capcom's 42nd best-selling game. So it's that puts it in perspective when the fans are constantly like, like Capcom Mega doesn't Man. care about Mega it's like, Man. It's like, dude, well, nobody buys Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Dino wow. Crisis outsold Mega Man 2 by a large mark. Oh! Oh, that's hard to hear. Is that, just a, is that a light gun game? No. No. It's, it's a Resident, Resident Evil with dinosaurs. Resident Evil dinosaurs. We were just, okay. talking, cool we were just talking about Dino Crisis today. Dino we're Crisis make, is a cool game. We're going to yeah. make a list of franchises that need to come back. I, we, what do you mean? We already, we already did that list. Did we? Yeah, I just did that list like a month ago. Oh, no, but not that. It's going to be different. It's going to be from that specific era. Like, okay. A, like, uh, I, yeah. I got a few. You're right. We did that list. I got a few <laughs> drinks in during a weird night last gen, and I tried to buy Dinosaur Hunter and. Whoa, whoa. Or dinosaur, Dino Crisis, Dino whatever Crisis. it's called. Dinosaur Hunter. Dinosaur I would play that. Um, and that game does not hold up. Dino Crisis? Really? Yeah. I mean, the Resident Evil games in a weird way kind of do, but I think that one's even more sort of janky. And, All right. Save and it for messy. Dinosaur Week. Yeah. We're <laughs> right bringing now. that back. Why not? Uh, yeah. Sam, <laughs> Ghosts and Goblins on mm-hmm. NES outsold Mega Man 2. No! 1.6 million copies from Ghosts and Goblins. It NES. was out oh before at a time where there was less out. Yeah. It's there were crazy. fewer wow. games to buy. Yeah. It's like this is this month's video game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But but still, those numbers just seem overall. I'm just surprised they're low for NES. Yeah. Wow. Moving on. Uh, NES Classic is out this week. Finally, is it? I mean, can you? We buy can't it? buy it. <laughs> it has a release date at least. Yeah. When's the release date? Friday. Uh, and Friday. we still have. There's no clearly no pre-order, so there's going to be some some funny business with that. So in America, like it might be an exclusive at a retailer or something. Target did online. Mm-hmm. 
uh, pre-orders for it, but outside of that, in the U.S., there hasn't been any way to buy it online. Um, people are seeing it pop up on like Walmart's website. Mm-hmm. What if we could walk into GameStop and it's just like NES control decks stacked up? That would That'd look be great. really cool. That'd be great. Bizarre. I'd be into that. Yeah. yeah. I'd pick one up on Friday. That'd be really neat. We should walk over there. We'll check it out. It comes back with 30 NES games, uh, but one of the games... And a poster. And a poster, apparently. <laughs> one of the games that's not included, I don't think, is Blaster Master. Yeah. That's not on the list, right? No, no. But not to worry, because Blaster Master Zero is coming to 3DS this spring. Really? You heard about this? No. They're like remaking the original Blaster Master mm. on current gen handheld hardware. Oh still, still with pixel art and everything. Yeah, though. but another look, like, like Shovel Knight yeah. quality. Yeah. Pixel oh, that's yeah. great. I, so is it a remake or a sequel? Or they're what? remaking the original game with okay. new areas, bosses, weapons, awesome. and so new so exploration good. mechanics. I'll be honest with you. If they had added no new areas, I would not have noticed because <laughs> I've never finished that game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's way too it hard. Super yeah. hard. Yeah, Blaster Master is a game that you played for you know 40 minutes at your friend's house, and then for oh, no. 20 years you've been like, I love Blaster Master. Yeah. But it's like, do you really yeah. love Blaster I've, Master? I've <laughs> gone back to try to play that, and like even as, a, as an adult where I'm like, I could even open up guides and stuff like that, and I'm like, where am I? How do I like? How do I yeah. get back no, to my I, ship? I owned Blaster Master, but I never beat it. But like the music is you burned into my my brain. Yeah, I was the, 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 the friend that owned it. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like Metroid music. It does. We had a, I had a friend. I had a friend that I had Blaster Master. Um, and what always tripped us up is when we were playing Nintendo games at each other's houses. Is I had Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and he had Punch Out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? Like, is there a sequel? Like, because you're a kid, you don't know. Yeah. There's no internet. And I'm like, did they make a sequel that has Mike Tyson in it? What is it? And then we're like, oh wait, it's the exact same game. And then we Without made it to Mike the Tyson. End. Well, then we made it to Mr. Dream yeah. on uh, on his version, or on uh, my whichever one, whichever one of us didn't have the Mike Tyson version. We're like, who the hell's this guy? That's nuts. Yeah. And wait, oh, it's the guy just looks, Mike just Tyson. Like, looks just like Mike Tyson, but he doesn't, you know, but he's white. Yeah, yeah there's you know what's a, crazier. Uh, you know who the main boss of Master Blaster is? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. <laughs> There's a game that was made for NES that is a sequel to, it was made as a sequel to Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. It's called Power Punch 2, and there's no Power Punch 1. It's called Power Punch 2, and you fight aliens in it, and you have, like, the wireframe little Mac. It's really rare game. Is it good? But no. It was <laughs> it was made by, you know, it wasn't made by Nintendo directly, oh. and uh, was, like, kind of a spin-off that feels unfinished and just terrible. Weird. And uh, if you ever come across that cartridge, pick it up. Wow. It's very hard to find. There's weird, like, Not the punch out- but hard to find. The Punch-Out, Mike Tyson, Punch-Out thing. Like, video games were just different back then. Like, there weren't as many people paying attention. Like, there, I have a cart that's just Back to the Future 2 and 3 yep. in one cart. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you would never do that yeah. in 2016. Well, yeah, it came out so Well, also Lego no Star sense. Wars kind of does that. That's true. But it's even, like, Back to the Future. I had Back to the Future 2 and 3 played it all the time as a kid. Never played Back to the Future 3 because you had to do some weird shenanigans to get to the Wild West in that game. Yep, yep. Yep. Really? That game was a wreck. You can't even just select the one? No. From- that game was made by Japanese developers who had clearly never seen anything more than <laughs> key art from both of those movies. Did you ever play Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Yep, mm-hmm. another bad game. It was like a Fester's Quest yep. knockoff. It's good. Uh, this email comes from Nick. Speaking of the NES Classic, he says, I'm strongly considering picking up an NES Classic. My only concern is that a year from now, Nintendo will release the new NES Classic with longer controller cords, additional games. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. Do you think this is possible? Yeah. No, you don't think so? <laughs> no. No, I totally... Sam says no, Justin says yes. Yeah, totally. There's going to be a version that's got 50 games instead of 30, and it's got a longer controller. <laughs> With a longer cable? Yeah. Totally. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I don't think the, that's going to happen. The entire universe at this point predicates on, should I buy a thing now that's available, or should I wait for a better thing? That is literally every purchase you can possibly make right now. So if you want it, just Not get pizza. it. Not pizza. Pizza's... Pizza's good. So just get it now. Well, you can. Just but get, then they had that stuffed crust pizza. 
Yeah, that that's a flash in the pan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty well. Okay, I'm not. Never mind. Okay. Anyway, we did it. <laughs> what about pepperoni maybe, stuffed crust? Maybe the uh, SNES classic would be more likely than a. That's a different new story. NES yeah. Classic. I yeah. think that's cool. I mean, the idea of us having a. First of all, how weird is it that uh, the PS4 Pro and the NES Classic are coming out within 24 hours of each other? It's great. Like two new consoles <laughs> are launching this week. Two new consoles. Right? Isn't that great? Um, <laughs> Why is that so funny? Because one's not a console. Yes, it is. It's, it's a video game system. Toy. It's not a toy. I'm not excited about the NES Classic. <laughs> Why I'm just not? Because I have all the games. Okay. I think the NES has better controllers and longer cords. Okay. And you can get NESs and play those games really easily. So, I think I think it's a silly Atari flashback like Pac-Man. All you're really sense. saying is that you have better like you have better self-control than other people. That's it. No. Dude, I, I want the poster so bad, though. I'll give you my poster. Yeah, you can have my you poster. You can have my poster. I'm going to get three what posters. Poster? Yeah. What is the poster? It's, it's, <laughs> it's just a, it's a CRT television, an NES, the ROB, just kind of like placed in like a grainy photo. Okay. Like posters used to be. Why don't you, isn't that just like your house? Why do you yeah. need that poster? I love, I love, I love those old, you know, when you'd get an NES, you'd get a poster yeah, with yeah. all the games. Yep. And those always went up in bedrooms. And like sometimes I find those like packed in boxes with a bunch of old games and they'll yep. have like, you know, tack holes and then they make me really happy. If I give you that poster, I game got if I give you that poster, you have to promise you put it up in your bedroom and you put it up crooked. What about on, on the ceiling? <laughs> like just, oh, like, the just, ceiling I, poster. I would do the ceiling above my desk. And you need well, a, you need a, 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 like a felt this. pendant that just says sports on it or something we, we'll, like that. Listen, we'll put it up in this room, yes. the ceiling, yeah, we're gonna put and it we won't tell anybody. Yeah. Perfect. And you we'll won't see, see it on camera. Lasts. Just trust mm. us. <laughs> no, you'll Assuming just like we this. can buy this thing. Yeah, totally. Uh, Nick also asks, anyone know why we can't get Contra on the NES Classic? Dude, that game's been like such an enigma because we've gotten Super C and we've gotten Super Contra for the Super Nintendo on Virtual Console. Mm. Contra like, 3, the Alien and Contra Wars. 3, yeah. Isn't um, Super C on Super the NES Super C's on NES. Yeah. yeah, it's on the Classic. The yeah. Which yeah, makes but no not the sense. Original like, no one looks back but on Contra Super C. Contra just like, came out in the arcade version on PS4. Yeah. I know, but it's the arcade version. It's so weird. Yeah. Do you know, like, you, you know, in the second level in that game, in the arcade version, uh, it's actually 3D. You have to like run left yeah. and right. It's yeah. a maze. You choose. Like you don't just sit there and go straight. Anyway, Mike Tyson's the boss of that game too. Yeah. This next email is from Denzel. Hey Denzel. Yep. Denzel Washington. I had some free time on set. I thought I'd send you guys an email. He says. With Nintendo releasing the NES Mini, why do you think Sega has not cashed in on a Genesis Mini yet? I'd love to play classics like Streets of Rage and Vector Man, but want to hear your thoughts. They have. Yeah, there yeah. is. So they? They did that it first. totally exists. Yeah. I don't know if it was actually made by Sega or not. Well, you like, have it on your desk. Yeah. yeah, right now. So I, I, I've, I have some not, bad news. It totally about that exists. One. Yeah. So we we got a we got a like a review unit for that. We did an unboxing of it on Up at Noon. Um, I handed it to Max Scoville and he brought it to his uh, Halloween party and we were geeking out because it comes with wireless controllers. Uh, and we're like, this is so uh, awesome. You have to point them directly yeah. at the <laughs> system to get them to work. <laughs> so if you're playing Mortal That's Kombat, TV you're like, wow, good style. moves. Yeah. That, they had those back in the day. That's so crazy. NES even had those, the TV remote, like, direct line of sight controllers. Yeah. Well, that's, like, how the old, like, light guns worked and stuff like that. Like, but these, like, plug-and-play kind of, uh, yeah. Sega Genesis collections have, have existed for years. Well, they include, like, 25, 30 games. Yeah. There's been knockoff plug-and-plays. Like, they're yeah. always at the islands in the mall. Um, and I think the Genesis one is not made by Sega. I think they licensed out the yeah. Genesis name to some slightly more reputable ma- manufacturer to make, like, a real, actual mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. One of the th- cool things I saw that the same company's making, they also make an Atari, um, and they just Flashback. sent me one. Yeah, the Flashback. They sent me a new one that's like a portable Atari one. 
Um, but they're making that for Genesis as well. So mm. it's almost like a cartridge-less nomad. nomad. Yeah, it has a screen. Cool. It's got a screen. Hmm. Well, so it's yeah, it's just it's just a handheld Genesis. Does it look Genesis. like an Atari? No, it looks. Well, this one looks like a Genesis. The original one looks like an Atari, kind of. I'll show. You. It's on yeah. my desk. But. <laughs> it's like you turn the console on its side and you can play yeah. the screen. But it made me go. I, I mean, really want a Game Boy. I want like a Game Boy Classic now, right? Like if you game, it made like yeah. a Game Boy Pocket that had like oh, thirty dude. games on it and Pokemon that could, you oh. know, interact wirelessly I mean, with other ones. Yeah, you're just that would be pretty like cool. A game yeah. Boy, yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> yeah, but if they're all pre-installed, yeah, yeah. they just work. And it's cheap. It, maybe you could update the screen so it's not as blurry. If the Classic had a cartridge slot, it'd be really cool. It'd bring back this culture of like collecting and finding old games. So I just mm-hmm. think it'd be really yeah. good. Um, I knew a guy that had one of these uh, you know, plug-and-play consoles a decade ago before they were like a big thing, and it had like six games on it. It had like Pac-Man and like a few Namco games. Yeah, those Pac-Man, old Namco Galaga, ones. Those are big. With a little joystick. And he like was those. the overnight DJ at our college radio station and, uh, you know, he'd go on his break, he'd play his three songs and then, you know, would play Pac-Man or whatever and then would not realize <laughs> that he was back on air. And so you'd often hear him be like, whoa, okay, hey, guys, that was so-and-so. Because he got too wrapped up in, like, Galaga or In Bosconian or pole position. That yeah. sounds like uh, a commercial for that thing in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, but for people that are looking for a new uh, Sega Genesis, Scoop. Sam, don't you have some uh, information that might be of interest to The them? Sega Genesis is back in print. You can get a, a Sega Genesis with plays cartridges oh. uh, if you live in Brazil. Oh. What? If you are it's being Brazilian. made and manufactured in Brazil. Now, that kind of went around the internet today as if it was big news. But the Master System was just back in print like six years ago. And that is because those two systems are still very popular in Brazil. What's going on down there? There's an alternate history. And here's what happened. <laughs> In the in the late '80s, uh, Brazil. Well, since the '60s, Brazil. I was researching this a lot today, and I'd always heard about it. I wanted to read about it, but um, Brazil like only allowed. uh, They didn't allow uh, electronics imports, right? So they, if you made a system in Brazil, you could sell it at the Brazil prices. Whereas like the NES, when it came out, was you know thousand dollars. But there, if they made a Genesis. In Brazil, it would be like regular price, still probably consumer level yeah. expensive prices. Just due to like crazy taxes and whatever. Yeah. So like, Sega uh, sorted that out with a company called Tech Toy there. If you crazy grew up in Brazil, Dreamcast. <laughs> if you grew up in Brazil, the Nintendo logo would be as recognizable to you as this logo, Tech Toy. And Tech Toy made a master system, and it was hugely popular. Then they made, they brought over the Genesis, and it was popular all the way through the Dreamcast. The Tech Toy, Tech Toy put out those things in Brazil and manufactured them there. And so. The Master System had this like life into the 90s, so later games that we played on like 16-bit consoles would come to the 8-bit Master System. What? Yes. Like Including Mortal Kombat, uh, Street Mortal Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat 3 came out 3. in 1999 on the Master System. And so yeah. they're, they're like a Portuguese po- probably language Mortal it's Kombat and, 3, like and completely licensed. Was it like derezzed? It looks terrible, yeah. but Street no, Fighter it looks impressive t- for it looks a Master impressive. System yeah. game. Street Fighter wow. 2 looks really impressive. It's got animations, like really good colors. It has like eight characters. Yeah. And that came out in 97. Yeah. Duke Mortal Nukem Kombat. 3D, Genesis there, yeah. 99. Whoa. Oh so it just That's extended crazy. the lives of these systems. And there were still bottom shelves. Like the PlayStation 2 was still a hit there. Yeah. It was out, but it was $1,200, like US dollars equivalent. So these systems were always the bottom shelf ones. And there's all these knockoffs that came around, uh, but it was able to compete with those. And so now, you know, Sega and Tech Toy are still manufacturing these systems today. Um, for their people know they're retro, and they're not making new games for them necessarily now, unless they're like big bootleg collections, you know. But they exist. That's wanna, so cool. I want to yeah. do a feature on the longest gap between like a game and then a game getting a sequel, like Blaster Master. 
Uh, we, uh, yeah. yeah. A point that's is Bob's probably up there. Ooh, that's Kid Icarus. Punt, I mean, Kid Icarus. Even, oh, even yeah. Punch yeah. Out's up point is Bob, there. yeah. Yeah, sure. Punch-Out was uh, the NES and then the Wii, right? Well, there was Super Punch-Out. Oh, that's right, yeah. So that but was... then there was some Haunted House game that was on Atari that got a remake. Remember Ooh. that? Well, well, that's we the have... big jump, always. Se- 1978 to <laughs> 2016. Could mm-hmm. be bigger. I know we have some Brazilian listeners, so if any of you have any stories about yeah, we'd love to hear those playing uh, Master System games well into the 90s, we would love to hear those. Yeah, so I want to cool. see your best uh, tech toy t-shirt pictures, yeah. too. It's a funny old logo. And mm-hmm. It's like You can see how you'd be seeing that your whole life and knowing it as, as familiarly as the Sega logo. Did you, did you mention the, uh, the Master System girl? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Sega officially licensed all this hardware throughout the years. So one of the things they did was they made these portable systems that didn't have a screen because that would be really expensive to manufacture. And uh, so in Brazil, they manufactured a couple of spin-offs. And one of them, just like what you're talking about, line of sight antenna connected to TV. It would be like a packing controller. And it was wireless. And, one, and they put this out. and It was called the, you know, some kind of portable master system. Uh, put cartridge in, play on your TV. Then they made one called the Master System Girl, which they just colored pink, it's packed in pink. some like they packed in some like Disney games and yeah. some other stuff, and then uh, the packaging looks really cool for it. It's like bright pink with purple buttons, and it was like a line of sight wireless controller wow. that played Master System yeah. games, and that's from like '95 or something, like way after the Master System came out. Yeah, God, that's pretty cool. So cool. And it's they all crazy. say Sega, and on them they're like totally official. Yeah, Capcom. Uh, next email is from Ross Arbor in Toronto, Canada. He says, as a 90s kid, my introduction to video games was GoldenEye 64. Not bad. Lately, I've been wondering, whatever happened to James Bond games? Seems odd in both business and fan service that Activision is sitting on a multi-billion dollar license. Well, I did a little research. uh, And it's not clear if Activision is still sitting on a license. Yeah, I was going to say. This is kind of a rat's nest, right? Yeah. Uh, Bees bees nest. First of all. Bees hive. Rat's hive. Before we get to James Bond games today... Let's take a quick look back. This is, this is a brief history of James Bond video oh, games. Okay. Does anyone know when and what the first James Bond video game was? I know what it was. was. James Pond Jr. I was going to make that, that joke, too. Yeah. Damn it, we're old. That was not the first one. Okay. Uh, no. Prove it. He was a fish. In 1982. <laughs> wow. There was a game called, the game is called Shaken Not Stirred. It's Ooh. for the ZX Spectrum. Oh, it was okay. only released in the UK. Okay. It's a bartending game? Oh, well, you're James Bond. With your his martinis. Is, it, no, is it a knockoff? Uh, no, I think it's officially it was officially licensed. Weird. And then uh, in '83, James Bond 007 came to 2600, ColecoVision, mm. Commodore 64, all those games. Wait, that was the jump? Yeah. What? What do you mean jump? Oh, oh I see. what you are saying there is a game called James Bond. 007. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was loosely based on uh, the movies Diamonds Are Forever, Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker, and For Your Eyes Only. On Each. Atari, very yeah. loosely yeah. based. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in 1985, there were two games based on A View to a Kill. One was an action game, and one was a text adventure. They were both for the computers oh, at the time. I think the text adventure might be neat. In 86, yeah. there was a Goldfinger cool. text adventure released, and the box art for that is amazing. Oh, man. Look that up. Yeah. I bet Jared's played them all. Yeah. Uh, in 1987, there was a game uh, based on Living Daylights. It was a platforming shooter game for computers. In 88, Live and Let Die was a racing game for computers. In 89, License to Kill was a top-down, vertical-scrolling action shooter shoot them up for Ooh, computers. Nice. At the time, Computer Gaming World said it had a license to bore. Oh, uh, in 1990, uh, there was a The Spy Who Loved Me. It was a top-down shooter you for computers and the Master System, which we were just talking I about. I suppose Spy Hunter was kind of and, and was kind of a knockoff of uh, Double Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, yeah. Elevator I mean, had the James Gunn theme right? in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, elevator action too. Spy versus uh, spy. In '91, there was James Bond Jr. for NES and Super NES, mm. which that is based was like, on a cartoon series. Was yeah. that his, supposed to be his son or him when I he mean, was a, I guess a, so. a young boy? Yeah, I don't know. The, I don't question. know the lore. Brian's asking the important questions. <laughs> yeah, sorry, hard-hitting journalism here. Uh, in 1993, no there is <laughs> James Bond: The Duel mm. for Genesis, Master System, and Game Gear. That was the that first. That sounds cool. That was the first James Bond game with an original story that wasn't based on the movies or the books. Sure. Then you have a big jump from 93 to 97, which is Goldeneye yeah. on 64. Uh, 98, there was James Bond 007 again for Game Boy. And then uh, 1999, the uh, license went to EA. So they put out Tomorrow Never Dies on the PSX, which is a third-person stealth shooter. They put out a few okay ones. I remember EA, the Game all, Boy too. EA put out uh, James Bond games every single year for the next several years. Yeah. Yeah. 2000 was The World Is Not Enough in 64, PSX, Game Boy Color. 2000, also that same year, 007 Racing was on PSX. Cool. Oh, goodness. Oh, that was weird. Wait, were those, were any of those, like, shooters that were meant to come? To be kind of a follow-up for Goldeneye. No, uh, the they didn't really well, ditch them the that EA way. EA ones, kind of. I mean, none of them were they made were, by Rare. EA's yeah. were several FPS games, but they didn't. They didn't seem to be trading on. Like, I just the remember. Goldeneye. I just remember trying to think. Like I missed those. So like at the time, were those pitched as like, hey, you remember Goldeneye? We're here's yeah, the I next. Mean, I'm yeah, sure Perfect Dark was. Yeah, that, absolutely, yeah. it was. Yeah, uh, 2001 was Agent Under Fire. Uh, 2002 oh, yeah, was Nightfire. Nightfire so like, is the one that I had. That's the one you yeah. had. And it was, that was fine. You're was in the good. PS2 Xbox GameCube era. They were totally point. like these competent for, for, but forgettable. EA did like they did all the Lord of the Rings games too. Where it's like yeah, these are fine. Yeah. I think I remember one of the things I hated about Nightfire was that there were multiple times where James Bond couldn't go over like a short fence. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you're an international spy. Yeah. All these games climb like the, climb it, climb like, over the wall. With the exception, 50 dudes to get here. Yeah. With the exception of Goldeneye, all these games, their reviews are like. Like from six to yeah. six to high seven. Well, I was like, gonna that's say what like they all got. It's like you read a lot of. I mean, it's like it, when a, a, a director gets a movie license or a developer gets a classic game franchise, they're like probably sitting there being like, "We don't want to let the fans down." But Rare was probably like, "What could we possibly do? That's yeah. uh, there's no yeah. legacy here." You yeah, know? that's true. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, Goldeneye. Like, I, I, maybe it's just because I'm a hardcore gamer, but like that term, that phrase, like. It's <clears throat> is it one of the only times that the video game has like eclipsed the movie? Like, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's weird, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. What about the Chronicles of Riddick? Maybe Riddick. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. the game's certainly better than w- the movie. Witcher. Witcher. The game also came out years. Goldeneye came out years after the movie was. Yeah. Out. The the well, at least one year because the game was so delayed. Yeah. 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 They were working on multiplayer, which was like tacked on at the last <laughs> minute. And became, that movie stinks. Yeah, dude, we, we, I rewatched that movie maybe I mean, two years ago. Most of the James Bond movies stink. Yeah. Uh, 2003 was Everything or Nothing, which I don't think is based on a movie. Uh, 2004 is Goldeneye Rogue Agent, a game where you don't play as James Bond. Yeah, don't You're just like me. another like, MI6 agent. Huh. Oh, wait a minute. Was that for the Wii? No, that was PS2, Xbox, GameCube, and DS. So were there the Wii th- got a remake later. Did they? Okay. Oh, so there were three games that the world were, were oh, Goldeneye. I mean, Yes. So there's the remake, which yeah, we'll remake. get to. Got yeah. it. The remake, but with well, yeah, we'll get. To I had the I had the DS version, a version of a Rogue Agent. It's a very bad yeah. game. In 2005, EA released From Russia with Love, and you guys, I I was totally unaware of this. 
Sean Connery Whoa. voiced James Bond in that game. And that was the last time Sean Connery played James Bond. <laughs> oh my God. In the 2005 game. He also I've, retired from everything like, shortly yeah, after exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. I vaguely remember huh. him doing like some talking head interview, you know, in some EA like pre like, yeah. And it was like, it's like this really embarrassing, weird clip of him being interviewed by somebody and like he barely seems to know what's going on or that he's yeah. in a video game. Like, yeah. He was a dragon before that. He should be yeah, able to sort that's it That's true. Out. You know, uh, Rogue Agent, where you play as a James Bond game, not as James Bond yeah. is almost as bad as a Batman show that doesn't have Batman in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I hope uh, they never make one Surely of those. no one would ever do that. From Russia with Love uh, was EA's last Bond game, then the license transferred to Activision. It took a few years to make Quantum of Solace in 2008. Uh, I think it was okay. Yeah, I think it was based on both Casino uh, Royale and uh, Quantum of Solace. It was like a... It was like a Uncharted knockoff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then in uh, 2010 was the GoldenEye remake, which first was a Wii exclusive. Yep. Yeah. But Had then, a golden, uh, golden Wii, Wii Pro controller. Yeah. But I don't Classic think, controller, I don't think yeah. it sold very well, so uh-huh. they brought it, uh, what, GoldenEye remastered to 360 and PS3. Like, so, what an insane <laughs> world that we have a remake of GoldenEye the video game, not GoldenEye the movie, that retells the story of GoldenEye the movie, but it put Daniel Craig in They it. replaced Pierce Brosnan with Daniel Craig. That's so weird. Yeah. And it is, I think, if I remember right, it is Daniel Craig. It's his yeah. likeness and his voice. Yeah. So I remember How do you get someone to agree to that? The marketing around uh, the GoldenEye remake was super weird. Yeah. First of all, like they went very hardcore nostalgia for all the N64 kids who grew yeah. up with it, but they had these t-shirts that they gave out at press events that said no odd job yeah and it was just a picture of his hat and i have like two at least two of those shirts (laughs) that's so like i remember just like out of context you would see a guy walking down the street with a picture of a a hat a shirt with a hat on it that said no odd job you'd be like what's wrong with this man i love those shirts yeah so it was really weird timing because that was 2010 the we had been out for four or five years uh, they're targeting people who have nostalgia for the original GoldenEye, but those gamers had moved on to Xbox yeah. and, and PS3. Yeah. They weren't playing their shooters on Wii, and it's they just, only brought it to Wii. It was crazy. Maybe, I guess that Nintendo was connected with the yeah. It's just an well, insane situation. Yeah. It's insane that they were able to strike that deal with Nintendo to begin with. Like yep. It feels like yeah. one of those things that should never have existed. Well, you have to understand that era of the Wii, well, they were like, there's 120 million of these in the wild. How do yeah. we get in on this? And yeah. the reality was that unless you were Carnival Games or like four other like yeah. lucky, lucky games, that you didn't really get in there. In 2010, the GoldenEye remake was a Wii exclusive. They didn't have a game. So... In order to make sure they had a game for PS3 and 360, they released 007 Bloodstone for those consoles. That was the final game developed by Bizarre Creations. That got really bad reviews, right? The guys that made Geometry Wars. That was the final game. It's very sad. Uh, 2012 was 007 Legends, which was uh, the single-player campaign includes one mission from each of the six actors' eras. Mm-hmm. So you had oh, every yeah. James Bond. Smart idea. Yeah. Yeah, smart I forgot idea. about that. IGN gave it a 4.5. Yikes! <laughs> so... That was the last James Bond game, 2012. It is unclear who owns the license now. I'm not sure if Activision still has it. It's I I remember reading it was like, like I don't uh, know why, they, why they'd sit on it for five years. Sony had like the the license movie right yeah. distribution yeah. stuff um, and home release, um, but the game licenses in different hands. And then like there's a parent studio that owns it, and then some people own like the. The character, but not yeah. the universe, and all this other nonsense. Dude, it's like, always insane. Like corporate America is insane. Where like yeah. different companies for a long time had the rights to make uh, games based off the Lord of the Rings books, yep. and then uh, games the based movies, off the Lord yeah. of the Rings movies. Is so there is 
Which one was Shadow of Mordor? Uh, well, that's that. That's after all of this. Oh, so yeah, this yeah, is like right. way back when the movies gotcha. were big. Remember there was like a Hobbit. There was a game. Hobbit game, but it had to be really careful. Oh, yeah, like its Shire Xbox. couldn't look that. like the actual Shire. I mean, from Shadow the of Mordor movies. too, right? That looks cool. Like, I don't think Shadow. I think I think you're right. I think, I think Shadow was, of Mordor only has no, the no, no, book because, license. No, I think it's the movies because like it does look like yeah they have the Gollum and that's like a sound like actor. Right. Yeah, you maybe you're right, but there's something weird there. Look like. Yeah, they, they look like and so, like but like, system. but even stuff like I don't know, like uh, Samsung and Apple compete viciously with each other for smartphones, but like the Apple phones are made by the Apple screens are made by Samsung. So it's so also like they like, make money off every yeah. iPhone sold. So the, to complicate it more, so you've got Sony owning the movie rights uh, for James Bond, or I believe it did at some point. Yeah, yeah, Microsoft owns Rare, which made GoldenEye widely regarded as the best 007 game. Yeah, and when Rare made the sequel, the double the semi sequel to 007, which is Perfect, Perfect Dark, Dark yeah. they ported it over a bunch of levels because they owned the rights to the levels the that games. they designed, mm-hmm. but not the names of them. So things like the facility became, became the Felicity. Yeah. Uh, Are you Serious? Yeah, yeah, it totally. Is. That's yep. really good. The yeah, no, that's Felicity. And so they, they were said Sony ended up owning the game. The game. Well, rights. since Microsoft yeah. bought Rare, um, uh, well, yeah. it was, but it predates that. Yeah. yeah. So they couldn't make uh, when Rare was making Perfect Dark, they didn't have the GoldenEye license anymore. They couldn't do anything with GoldenEye, but so they re- they still owned the game code. Mm-hmm. They owned the game code, but not yeah. GoldenEye. So they so the Felicity the. Facility yeah. exists, and they had to call it Felicity. Yeah, so you can and like retexture it, and, and then they they ported Perfect Dark to Xbox 360. Oh yeah, years in later. HD. But Goldeneye has never been like formally remade or re-released yeah. outside of like wow. that that EA they to, remake. They had to is, Craigify it. Yeah, which is kind of a completely different game. Craigway. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah. So what we really need is to get all of these people like on a, like a, a, a retreat. Yep. For the weekend, and like just the Marvel movies down. when they finally got Spider Man. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. Get, exactly. Like guys. They can't get X-Men, though. Yeah, that's two, true. Two people's bosses can get together and talk and figure this out. Yes, that's really what it comes down to. <laughs> so, I mean, for us to get, like, a proper GoldenEye remake or a new 007 game, it's going to have to take some very rich, powerful people to get together and sit around a campfire and get drunk. But what do we got to do to get Aladdin on the Genesis, uh, which is a superior mm-hmm. version, uh, back? Is it, though? Someday. It yeah. is. Okay. I don't want to have this fight again. Yeah, it is weird that like since like 1982, we've gotten we had we got a James Bond game like almost every year yep. since 1982, and now there's just yeah, just like now we don't want to yep. do that. Anyway, guess, the franchise is bigger than ever. We don't yeah. need to make yeah. those video games. Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, the film franchise is kind of up in the air too. So who yeah. knows? The SNES version of Aladdin might be pretty good. It's it's great. I had it. I don't like it. You don't like it at all? No, the I'm, Genesis one is just. Amazing graphics and such good music, and it's really fun. They're really, both really but uh, good. The, the SNES one is a little bit bland. It's, it was kind of made for kids. It's a little bit younger. You were made skewed. for kids. <laughs> I definitely was not made. For kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, now's the time on Game Scoop when we play video game twenty questions. Aladdin for Genesis. We have a new accessory this week. You know, a couple I thought weeks. that was just trash. You got accidentally left on the table. No, this is a, Easter egg. A fan sent this in uh, for the show a couple weeks back. I mentioned that my wife thinks it looks a little janky when I count on my fingers. Because mm-hmm. you only have ten of them? Uh, yeah, and I have to start over again. <laughs> uh, but although, when I, uh, when I mentioned that to the GameScoop uh, audience, overwhelmingly people said they like it when I use the fingers. So I think I'll keep using them. But uh, one of our listeners, uh, Ransom Garcia, his Whoa. name is Ransom That's Garcia. That's awesome. That's a great name. Says, now you don't have to use your fingers for Video Game 20 questions. Keep up the great work. It was very kind of him to send this. That's what you counted so, uh, as, at, as a, a bar show. At least, at least for show. this, at least for this episode, I'll, I will use this counter. How here. does it actually work? Do you just tap yeah, a I just, I just click this. Do you this. see the numbers? Somewhere? Yeah. Yes. There's, 
So we could go up to 9,999 questions if we wanted to. What is the context in which you would use that thing that many times? I don't know. Ignition into a club. Yeah, or like, I mean, that's a huge club. Maybe like Woodstock. You're counting everyone (laughs) going into Woodstock. Yeah, maybe over a thousand is a lot. Uh, okay. Counting, well, okay. Video game 20 questions. Let the questioning begin. In this game, can you see your character's hands? Yes. Damn it. Okay. What? So. <laughs> Why does that make you mad? So it's just a weird, it's a weird starting point. You can see your hand. You know, it's not a first person. Well, I guess you can see your hands in a lot of first person games. It's just a weird starting point. Is this game from before 2000, January 1st, 2000? Yes. Uh, Let's get the error. Yeah, you do that. You, uh, see, now the, um, so this is before January 1st, 2000. So next we do 90. Um, should, is this a console game? <laughs> yes. Thanks. Anytime. No, it's good. It's like Russian roulette when you play with Brian. Yep. <laughs> so this game come out before January was 1st, helpful. 1990. No. 90s game. 90s console game. 90s console game, you can see your hands. Yep. Are you ready to guess? <laughs> was it? <laughs> well, there's only been five of them, so. The hands question's pretty bad. Was this a, a, an exclusive on a console? Yes. Ooh. The click thing is making me nervous as well. Um, was, is there a smarter way to narrow this down than just by going by? Just go really. exclusive, then you go Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, was this exclusive to a Nintendo console? No. Ooh. So now it's either. So it's Sony or Sega. Yeah. Six. Or, or, well, yeah, probably. When did uh, the original Xbox come out? It won't be that. Is this a platforming game? No. Damn it. Is it a Sega game? No. Sony game? Yes, don't ask that. <laughs> Is no, it a Sony game? That's not a question. That's a statement. <laughs> we you, should, you said it like with the British sort of like, you tilted at the Maybe it's Crash Sony Bandicoot. <laughs> um, wait, but it's not a platformer. Not a platformer. That's not a platformer. Yes, it is. I would call it an endless runner. No. Nah, you'd be jumping in that game. It ends. <laughs> the level's end. Is Crash Bandicoot a platformer? <laughs> it's not a question. Yeah, yes. Uh, you, jump, you jump on the things. I don't know if I would qualify. Wait, oh, you're talking Crash about Crash Bandicoot. Well, like, well, well, well. What are you talking about? Of course, it, we didn't even like, know what an Endless Runner was platforms. back then. You can't retroactively give a, a game a new genre. Re- Endless <laughs> Runners didn't start until like 10 years ago. It was a ago. solitary racing game. <laughs> we didn't call it that. We called it a platform. We're like, it's an action jumping game. Damn it. You, you didn't got, call it a platformer. If it's got bot- bottomless pits that so you have to jump from platform to platform. Okay, let's platform. let's not get lost in the no. weeds here. It's a Sony exclusive. Sony exclusive uh, uh, well, platforming game where you can see your hands. Uh, mm-hmm. Was this game... Oh. Mm. Mm. So I'm not going to be able to guess this. You guys are on your own. <laughs> Why? Because I didn't play PlayStation. Oh, man. Uh, you might get this game, though. Yeah, probably. Does it have sequels? No. Well... Hmm. Uh-oh. I it. Damn it. That's what sucks about this thing. <laughs> yeah, I get the you rewind it. still speak. Okay. So, it's weird. Can you, can't, let me ask you this. Do you think a scenario is possible where a game... Here we go. It's Metal Gear. ...is a sequel, <laughs> and another game came after it, but that game's not a sequel to this game? No, that's one. You don't think that's possible? <laughs> Damon's going to question two. No. Wait, hold on. I'm so trying to. It is a sequel, and another one came out after. I'm but trying it's to unpack what you just said right one. there. Yeah, I got it. So I don't okay. know, but I don't know if that. I mean, it sounds like Golden Knight. Double. Explain this to me. Explain Here's this. Here's the scenario, okay. and I don't. This doesn't give us any. So a game came out. Yeah. A sequel to that game came out. Yeah. Another game came out in that franchise that's not a sequel to that second game. That's okay. what Damon's describing. Okay. Well, that's those are sequels. Right? So. 
Yeah, but the question was, not, did it have a sequel? It's not connected to the second game. And the question scenario. was, did it have a sequel? And I, I said no, but another game did like come a, out. Like a spinoff of some variety. So would you be like Super Mario 1, 2, so and 3, and be, then Super Mario Galaxy? Like those, could it be Parappa the Rappa with I'm Jamie Lamy? <laughs> I'm Jammer Lamy? <laughs> I'm Jamie Lamy? <laughs> I'm Jamie Lamy. Is that the voice actor? I'm Jomi Lomi? <laughs> bon Jovi Lomi. <laughs> How many questions were we at? That was nine. That was nine. Oh man, that so train wreck was. Disappointed you didn't laugh. Bon Jovi Lomi. <laughs> bon Jovi Lomi's pretty good. <laughs> We've derailed. Yeah. Is this game rated M? No. That's ten. Uh, That's a good question. No one can keep up with how many so, questions we're at. Wait. So, <clears throat> is it three D? Um. Ooh. Define three D. Uh, uh, do, are the, do you move in 3D space in this game? No. Uh, okay, so it's so 2.5D. Like, yeah, like That's actually such a huge something. hint. Yeah, but it's not a platformer. What the... F- okay, fighting, so, fighting game? Yeah, fighting game. But a game? console-exclusive PlayStation fighting you game. You see those hands? Masters of Terrace Kasi? Yeah, what was that one? that Damon loves rival schools, but I would call that a 3D game. Yeah, that's a 3D game. Um, that's a really big hint because there was very few 2D games on the on the OG PlayStation. Yeah, keep in mind it's. But he's saying yeah. that the graph graphical style is Could be is 3D. 3D for sure. Well, yeah. 3D-ish. So there was because like a, there was there was, a, there was he doesn't know. There was Tomba. Okay. There was Clonoa. Yeah, those You're are platformers. platformers though. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and you have to be careful with fighting games because a lot of them. I think Mortal Kombat was rated M. Do you want to just get the genre down and then just? Yeah, it I might guess. be too hard. Damon, Damon has a look the on his only, face like only, that's going to be hard. The only 2D games I can picture on play... Like, well, okay, so it could be Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, of course. It could be Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. Is it, <coughs> I, what's a smart way to narrow this down? I think we should go with, like... Uh, this, this... Okay. I mean, um, his hands are really big in that game. <laughs> I mean, what what about if like this is a character that's associated? Is there a character that's associated with Sony editors like that? Did this oh, character? Because like, he's first, a mascot. Is Parappa the Rapper in um, their dumb fighting game? That's what I was going to ask you guys. Yeah, I think so. Right, he had his weird super move. I might be making that up. <laughs> yes, yes. Parappa was. I don't know if Parappa was. In I that. think he was in that game. Does this game have a meter that shows you how good you rapping? No. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> We're bound. Yeah. Man, I thought I was so clever there. I thought I had it. It, could it be sucks the- because that would have really narrowed it down to but one what about, what about What if it's Umjammer Lammy? Yes! <laughs> Is this a music game? Yes. Oh! <laughs> So wait. So wait a minute. So it's Um Jamie Lamy. That's why. Oh man, I or almost completely like, screwed I don't this. know what some of these other games are. You I'm rocking say in that are, game? You rocking? But there's in like it. Vib Ribbon and like. Well, there was Vib Ribbon and there was uh, there was uh, well, there's was the Guitar Hero. Yeah, but that got a million sequels. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. And it's all multi and multi platform. And that also wasn't on the OG PlayStation. You also don't see your hands in that. Game. Is there a lamb in this game? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is it I'm Jammer Lammy? Yeah, I probably gave oh! it away. I probably gave it away with my whole explanation of because there was no, there you was didn't. Prapper the rapper, and then there was I'm Jammer Lammy, and then there was Prapper the rapper two. 
Then after you said that, didn't I use the example like for Rap of the yeah, Rapper? Yeah, yeah, that's why I, was, I didn't know. I was hoping you guys would get back there and not just totally dismiss that. We, but yeah, man, the you rapid meter almost completely. You play. Us. She's a guitar player. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's a really good metal song. In that if you hadn't yeah. gone, gone with a different sort of like generic music meter type of thing, we would have had that. Well, that's what I was gonna ask. Uh, is this just a music game, or I was gonna ask if her character was oh, yeah. a hat? And I didn't mention that uh, that game was suggested by Brian from Lynn, Massachusetts, and it was released in 1999. So it's right there on the cusp. Uh, wow! Who, who is the Thanks, Brian. That was a good one. Nona on Nona on Shaw. Are they? St- are, is Nona on Shaw still around? Yes. The last thing was a mobile game, published by Sony, PlayStation exclusive. It is a Japanese game. It had single and multiplayer modes. Uh, it was a sequel, but did not Jim have Bass a sequel. Was a Japanese game. Was yeah. Wow. I love those games. I probably I probably gave that one away, but I didn't know how to answer that question. We needed the help. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, that's a really good. I don't know that's one of two PlayStation games I own. That's one of them. Really? Seriously? I'm glad you I brought have that, that up. Symphony of the Night. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the metal song games. is like with a well, pilot, right? I don't know why right? I have them, Jim Lammy, though. You must have got it. For, I don't know why I have it. I mean, it's a good game. I is looked at just... my PlayStation. Also, the 3D, was, 3D game, with the 3D question mixed me up, because like, it's rendered in 3D, but they're like flat. They're supposed yeah. to be like flat cartoon characters. So I was oh, like, yeah. yeah. Man, those are such great games. And it, what yeah. people need to understand about like Parappa is like that was in an era where like music games weren't a thing. Like, yeah, it was so way groundbreaking. Before like the rhythm. Uh, yeah, so rhythm. rhythm games, like yeah. rhythm gameplay was brand new, and uh, like the storytelling through song was really bizarre. And like the stories that they were telling, like waiting in line to go to the bathroom was one of the big Parappa songs. Mm. And like, it was just a crazy. It's crazy that that's a thing that happened. Yeah, and existed. Good. It could only come from Japan. Yeah, it came from Japan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'll use the clicker. I think it's helpful to, for people to see how many questions we've got. How did you reset it? I don't know how you reset it, actually. Oh, you don't? Oh, so there's it. that. that it's a one-time crank. use. Next time. <laughs> it's a one-time 40 use questions. Maybe it's that crank on the side. Yeah, you can go. You can take it back to zero. But it might be interesting to see that after a year, yeah, we asked mm-hmm. 400 questions or whatever. Well, yeah, that's true. Another yeah, way to do that is just multiply the number of episodes by 20. Well, it doesn't always. It took <laughs> you don't always 15. go to 20 questions. What did we get to this time? That was 15. Okay. Your guess was huh. 15, yeah. All right. I think that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. My dreams end where yours begin. Ampersand and paraffin. Switch it off. Something is moving outside I hear
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.